0: Welcome to the Helton Barn Podcast. Hey guys, so it's been a bit, right? (laughs) Oh man, I think it's been before uh, Thanksgiving. I think it's been before Thanksgiving, which, you know, it's just been a busy time, but that's okay, right? I hope it's okay. (laughs) I, uh, Yeah, I got a lot of excuses why I didn't do the podcast, but hopefully some of them are legitimate i don't know so thanksgiving just the craziness with that with work and then starting christmas shopping and family time and all of those things leading up into christmas but yeah it's been a it's been a busy one but it's been a really great one as well uh it was a really good night uh good time good uh holidays hope you guys all at the same so moving forward I, as always, oh, I forgot to mention earlier, I want to say thank you to Deep Al Brindle for the music at the beginning. I always appreciate them kind of lending the music so it doesn't just start off with me talking, you know, kind of has a nice, nice flow to it. I like it. So um, just thank you to them. So I had this really cool quote Um, I'm doing. Uh, 10 minutes a day of reading which is part of my 75 hard phase one challenge that is um we did the 75 th- hard before i think i've mentioned it in length on the show before but it ends up being these five critical tasks which are working out let's see working out following a meal plan uh reading 10 minutes a day drinking a gallon of water and um Oh, taking a daily photo. Those are the five things you got to do on 75 hard, and you got to do them every day for 75 75 days. So we've already done that, me and Kristen, and now we're moving on to phase one, which is kind of a continuation of 75 hard. So it's all of those five things, and then add three new things, which are um, you got to add. So there's adding three things, but then there's one of those things is to add three items to your power list, which power list is... five critical tasks that you need to get done to be successful for whatever goal or thing you're trying to achieve or just, you know, maybe kicking butt the life. Um, the other one is take a cold shower for five minutes and by cold, they mean really cold, as cold as you can get it and it should suck. And that's kind of the point is getting used to intentionally putting yourself in hard, uh, situations, you know, um, comfort causes a lot of, stagnation i think in a lot of things and so we always choose comfort so what about choosing discomfort for a little bit getting comfortable with the uncomfortable right and then let's see here um last but not least which is actually this, this is the hardest one for me is 10 minutes of like active visualization or meditation or something but active visualization so having a goal in mind and visually like maybe uh reverse engineering how you get from that thing you want back to where you're at or, or whatever it might be. Goal setting, um, maybe some prayer in there. But yeah, that's kind of the, that's the phase one and that's for 30 days. So today's day one of that, which is, leads me into this topic. Let me uh, open up my phone here and pull up my notes. Let's see here. Here it is. Um It leads me to this, this uh, quote that I was reading in my 10 minutes of reading from this book called um, 1,000 Risks by Chad Johnson. Um, The whole premise of the book is that he is taking risks, stepping out, serving people, praying with people, um, you know, just kind of sharing the word of God with people. You know, that's an awkward thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. And uh, so he's taking 1,000 risks. Um, In that book, he quotes... Uh, he, he mentions this quote by John Burroughs. It says, The smallest deed is better than the greatest intention. And I freaking love that. Because what that's pointing out... Sorry. silence my text message coming in there. But what that points out is that <clears throat> a lot of people have really great intentions just kind of of a lot of things. They... Um, maybe they have a good intention. Oh, this is the year, you know, right. This is new year, new you, right. Um, everybody might have a good intention on losing weight or getting healthy, uh, a good intention of reading their Bible every day. They might have a good intention of, um, you know, being more present with their kids, putting down their phones, less screen time, more family dinners. I don't know. I mean, I can go down the list of, Oh, especially right now, everybody's having the resolutions, right? So those all start off as an idea that I'm going to resolve this thing this year. So that starts off as good intentions. So just because you have, um, what is going on with this text message here? Sorry. Let me, uh, let me turn that off. Let's see here. Okay. I think I got it silenced. Um, Anyhow. Sorry about that. Anyhow. um, All resolutions realistically start off as just intentions like this thing you had dreamt up that there would be some sort of positive change in your life so you can have the best of intentions like the very best. And if you just leave them as in, you know, kind of in that mental state as just a thought and not actually put to action then it's always going to remain there and you're going to stay stuck exactly where you're at. So and that's that's the whole point of this comment is that from John Burroughs, yeah, the smallest deed is better than the greatest intention. So, you know, someone could say, you know, out where I'm at in the desert here, there is a um, there is a huge, you know, it's a, it's a really big homeless problem. A lot of it, in actually, state of California in general, I think is has an overwhelming... Um, uh, kind of a homeless, cri- homeless crisis of how to how to provide, how to be there for how to serve them best, how to, you know, distribute resources. It's it's a big issue. Right. So, you know, you might have great intentions on on helping out in that situation. Right. You could say, oh, you know, I'll I'll get them a whole buffet of food. And you you like, oh, that's my idea. I'm going to do that someday. So what's better? The one guy that said, oh, man, I'm going to give what I have. Hey, I have a sandwich in my lunchbox and gives like this, you know, the second leftover bit of sandwich that, you know, whatever he could share. What's better, that actually giving them a half a sandwich or always saying, oh, I'm going to provide them a buffet. You know, buffet sounds sounds impressive. It sounds amazing if you had a whole buffet for the homeless community and really trying to help them in a legitimate way and fulfilling that need of their hunger. That sounds amazing. Oh, that'd be so wonderful if you can provide a whole meal for a whole bunch of people. That's good intention, but if it's never actualized, if that never comes to fruition, then that always just remains some good intention. But the small deed of a half a sandwich is better than that best of intention because that never actually happened, right? So how could this apply to our lives? Um, Again, fitness is always a big one. But be just being present with your family, you know. <clears throat> I know um, I live in a construction-based, you know, uh, career, so it's predominantly men. There's some women in, th- in that field. But, you know, um, I think so I, I can definitely sympathize with a lot of the men who you have to commute to a job site and have to work this job and just on construction sites with other guys and the whole the whole thing that ends up happening. A lot of those guys, they want to spend more time with their families. They want to spend more time with their kids and be better husbands and all of those things. But they get stuck in this rut of just this, you know, this construction life that kind of happens. And so many of them want to become better parents, better fathers, husbands, all that. But as long as that's just a thought that they think about while they're driving home, but never do anything to change behavior or you know, have the conversation, excuse me, and be present with their kids or their wife, then it always just means just good intentions. Um, you know, and that could be the same with our, you know, our faith as well. Um, in James, I always love the book of James because he just, he just tells it exactly, <laughs> just tells it exactly how it is. But this, this kind of goes hand in hand with what I was saying about, you know, again, the homeless uh, crisis is, is actually putting our faith or putting our intentions to work. So in James chapter 2, verse 14, it says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothes and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, "Go Go in peace, keep warm, and eat well, but you don't give them what the body needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith... If, doesn't, if it doesn't have works, then it's dead by itself. Um, but someone will say, you know, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without works and I'll show you my faith from my works. Um, I want to, I'll just stop right there. So that's kind of the thing is if you, you know, you just tell this, you know, it says if you run across like a homeless person and he says he's hungry and you say, oh, go and be well, you know, be well. And I pray that you get some food, but you don't give them anything. You didn't really serve them. You didn't really serve anybody. And that's, that's one of those things. If if we have the ability to further our lives or to serve our community or serve people around us, and we (coughs) just kind of wish them well, then what, what good is that? You know, it's just kind of a bunch of fluff. I think the internet, especially, you know, Facebook and and Instagram is is full with good intentions and self-proclaimed, you know, self-helps people, you know, that it really does take, you know, kind of the inconvenience, the serving to be a servant, to be present, to serve the meal, you know, to, um, you know, take some time out of your day to, I don't know, really do anything. Pick up trash, <laughs> serve your community, uh, help the sick, you know, encourage the lost. Take those, you know, that's one of the things that scares me about the book I'm reading. 1000 risks, risks, taking more risks with people being more open, maybe about my faith or, um, <clears throat> just being a better servant to my family. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things you can do with that, but it does take the actual deed. So. I probably have talked myself into a circle here. <laughs> oh man, on a kind of a regular basis. So, on my, on my one of my items on my power list is just going to say podcast for the whole 30 days. So, whether I'm actually recording a podcast or getting kind of ideas, researching ideas, or maybe getting some guests or getting some friends to come on here with me and have a discussion. That's my goal for every day this of this 30-day uh, challenge is to kind of really see what kind of new life I can pour into this thing and get it um, started off right this year. So that's my commitment. <clears throat> well, guys, it's been awesome. Thank you for having me back on. I appreciate it as always. We are on Facebook and on Instagram as The Health of Iron Podcast. So follow, subscribe, maybe review this on Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye.